Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Midday Joy, Joy. with Unati. We're speaking about a consulting... I don't even, yeah, consulting report and research that has been released. And this research was commissioned by the South African Cultural Observatory. And the reason why I got all panicked is because it it comes with some shocking findings. And basically, Associate of the Gordon Institute for Business Science, University of Pretoria, um, Gwen Ansel, and she's working in coordination with Andre LaRue. And this commissioned research report has come up and it's basically found the result that nearly half of South Africa's live music workers may quit the industry for good. It's devastating to say the least. Good afternoon Gwen, good afternoon Andre. Thank you for your time. Hi Anachi. Hi, how are you? Oh okay, thank you. How are you? I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked from the findings and and just are we at a place of no return or are the findings this is a possible reality but we're not there yet or is it an imminent reality that we are facing as South Africans? Well, Nati, I think we need to make some things clear about this report. Yes. Um, firstly, um, it was conducted by Andre and I jointly and with some other people for the Cultural Observatory, but we did it not as any other institution, but as IKS Cultural Consulting. Yeah. Secondly, we asked a whole bunch of questions, some of which were about facts and figures, and we will go into those if you want, but some of them were about attitudes, and that issue of people contemplating quitting the industry, it was a question about attitudes, which means that people were actually expressing a conditional opinion depending on what does and does not happen. And the third thing to say, as you alluded to in your introduction, is that this is not actually shocking because it is what is happening to live music workers all around the world because of COVID. So it's devastating. Yes, it's incredibly distressing. But it's not actually surprising because this is a situation live music finds itself in. I've got you. So when it comes, you can go ahead, Andre. Yeah, just to add, add, um, it is shocking, devastating to to me too, because um, initially, early on in the year last year, what we experienced was artists losing tours and losing work. Increasingly, we discovered that people are losing jobs and losing careers and losing businesses. So when we asked the questions in the survey, we didn't only want to get to the quantitative analysis. SACO had done quantitative analysis in South Africa. Yeah. And as of May last year, they were looking at the entire creative industry losing about 99.7 billion rand. Yeah. In Alain Zabiel in Zuza, he did some research for the Sadiq region. Yeah. He placed it at 1.4 billion US dollars. That's crazy. But for us, it, the figures are crazy. <clears throat> but for us, it's important to go beyond the figures yeah. and to look at the lives and the livelihoods and the impact of our sector. Because Andre, uh, you, we sorry to interject, you speak of the artist. We have always spoken of the artist. The artists have road managers, business managers, band members, sound engineers. Then the, the actual venues have stage, lighting, you know, um, infrastructure. There's a, there's a whole industry and economy that exists around a song being performed live. Yes, 
Yes, Minati, and that is exactly what we surveyed. That's why we titled it Live Music Workers, the live music industry. We looked all along the value chain, and one of the interesting findings that we made was that the way the industry structured, as you've just said, one one of these creative hubs, like a venue or a sound engineering company, will serve many individual artists. So when an artist goes out of business, it is absolutely tragic because of the creative capital we lose. But when one of these hubs, like a venue, goes out of business, then many, many artists are impacted and it may push them towards going out of business as well. I mean, I'm looking at some of the statistics and the figures that you have released. 90% of the live music industry lost income due to COVID-19, right? Then we move to 25% indicated that they would not be able to continue with any element in the business under lockdown, right? Yep. Cutting salaries, 18%. It happened to many people. Retrenched 13% of employees. It's just only 7% reported that they had successfully applied for various SMME support. 21 indicated that they had been successful. It's just a devastating reality. It's devastating, Anati. And one of the things that also hit us hard was when we went through the survey respondents and discovered that at that stage, um, last year, August, people were selling equipment to survive. When you sell your equipment to survive as an artist, as a promoter, as a venue owner, as a recording engineer, then you don't get back into the business. It's like a homeowner selling their home just so they could have money to eat. Yeah. And, yes, uh, exactly. And I think Gwen, you, you know, Gwen's latest article, we, we, um, when she launched the research now on the conversation, the, the reality that we picked up last year was bad, but when she ended off the article, she said that it's even going to be worse now, because we're now entering the very dead period in lockdown for artists. Please, can you elaborate on that, Gwen, before we let you go? Yes. Um, most artists know that Christmas to Easter is a dry period. There's very, very little live work in that period. Audiences don't have much money. They've spent themselves up on Christmas, on school fees, on everything else. So an artist will normally plan to have some savings from what they earned in the previous year to survive those three months until work starts picking up again at Easter. And this was our annual annual dispensation, but this year is very different. Well, yes, because this year, firstly, they had no work during last year, so they had nothing to save from. And secondly, things are not going to pick up at Easter. I just received a press release today from the Cape Town Jazz Festival saying they, for example, have decided it's more prudent not to have a 2021 festival. They're not. They're going digital. Yes, a lot of other events which actually would normally pick up at Easter are not going to happen because we are still going to be in the second wave or heaven forbid, but it's possible we might be in the third wave. Yeah. Are there any solutions, Gwen? Is there any positivity we can take from this? Is there any creativity we could possibly, we as artists, possibly implement so that we don't well, find I think, ourselves... I think I'm going to hand that one over to Andre because his organization, Concerts SA, is actually involved in work to try and put at least a small amount of mitigation in place. So I think Andre is better placed to answer that question. Andre, how do we improve the 7% of our successful applications or how do we improve the 
the, the, the positivity percentage when it comes to live music in South Africa because we are a live music nation. We don't make money from downloads or music sales. We are a physical nation that enjoys music physically. Firstly, there's no silver bullet approach. And, uh, and I, I don't want us to end this conversation on a, on a negative note. But yes. Positive notes about how our research is if you go to, to page 6700 and maybe start on the recommendation. Thank you for laughing. <laughs> when you said 67, I went dizzy. Because <laughs> I want you to say, you know, guys, pick up the report and don't only read the negative statistics. I've got Think you. Think about what we can do. And one of the key recommendations that the respondents came up with, and these were respondents from technical production all the way through to promoters, and it's about the integrated approach by government to our sector. Yeah. Not just one department, not just one level of government. Local government is crucially important. So we need to lobby local, provincial, and national government. And across the globe, where the arts have been supported, those three tiers have gotten together. Also, there are so many spaces for live music. One of our respondents, Percy Mabandu, said, kick the doors down of the theater. And what I'm really glad to start seeing is that many of the studios are starting to take up live streaming. Many of the theaters, the state theater, the playhouse, and some of the other national theaters, like the market and those, need to open up their doors. And artists need to knock on their doors. And the state needs to capacitate them. So we do live streaming. As Concerts say, we've been funding live streaming and live streaming projects. We've funded about 63 projects through the Norwegian government. And it's not that expensive to do. It doesn't generate the big income. You're right. We're a live music nation. But at the moment, we can't do so. So while we can't, let us get other activities happening. Another big activity that um, a big recommendation was decentralization. And the one I was talking about now, support for the pivot to digital. Mm. Early on in the year, um, in July, Gwen and I produced a booklet together with Jess White called mm. Digital Futures, Live Streaming in South Africa. And I will ask all artists to go onto the IKS website and the Conference SA website, download the research and upgrade your skills. Ask the right questions when you're going to stream. Ask about quality. Ask about ticketing. Ask about distribution. And look at it as a way of getting your music out there. Because that's what we need to do. For artists as well, start to get your administration up to speed. Because unfortunately, yeah, because unfortunately the fourth revolution hasn't always been here. It's no longer a negotiation or a consideration. It's a necessity. Well, it it is, but one of the other problems is, of course, that South Africa has laboured under a ridiculously unequal digital divide, not just impacting on the music industry, but also on potential audiences. And that's awarded actor. May we add that people in every community have access to Wi-Fi and indeed have access to electricity. It's going to be a lot harder to make live streaming work. It is, but it's something that we cannot cannot lose our faith with and thank you so much Gwen and Andre coming here to dissect the the report that has been commissioned a report that is devastating that predicts that nearly half of South Africa's live music workers may quit the industry for good midday joy joy with unati rewinding rewinding kaya fm on fm rewind visit kayafm.co.za for more